Jeff Burnham. And we're coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. And the topic today is Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Bud Abbott and Lou Costello meet Frankenstein. Or I guess as it's called on the movie, it, it doesn't even have and in there. It's Bud Abbott, Lou Costello meet Frankenstein. It doesn't even say and in the middle. But yeah, I mean... And- it is the movie referred to as Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein from 1948, which is a universal picture bringing together a host of characters from the Universal Monster films and throwing Abbott and Costello into the mix for a little bit of comedy. This is sort of the end of their cycle, really. Um, this is before Creature from the Black Lagoon, but after basically everything else oh so it was like after all of like the universal yeah it started out the individual movies then they started crossing them over into like frankenstein meets wolfman or house of dracula and it all sort of culminated in these comedy versions of the characters which is maybe doing the movie a bit of an injustice because the movie isn't just a comedy oh I want to tell you about that cartoon and stuff. It's great. Oh, you mean the animated opening? Yeah, and the part where it turns into those bats. Okay, yeah. The film does include some animation, and Al thought it was amazing. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, I would say check out that movie first. Yeah, definitely watch this one first. Um, If you haven't seen it before, try to check it out. Uh, otherwise, maybe our discussion will make you want to see it because this, I think, is a darn fine movie. This is one of the best Universal pictures I've seen. I mean, take away the classics, you know, like yeah. Wolfman and Frankenstein, Dracula, Invisible Man. And, and I would Bride put of Dracula. Bride of Frankenstein, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Apart from those original movies, I would say this is this is like the peak. This is such a good movie, Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. Yeah, it has all the monsters. It has Wolfman, it has Dracula, it has the Invisible Man, it even has Bride of Dracula. Yeah, like everybody except really for the creature, and the creature didn't appear until later, until I think 1955, uh, The Gill Man. The Creature from the Black Lagoon was 54. Okay, I was off a year. Pretty close, though, for just rattling it off off the top of my head. Did you say, like, the creature was in the movie? No, no, he wasn't in this one because he didn't actually appear in Universal Pictures for another six years. Mm-hmm. So this was before him, so he wasn't around. No. But yeah, like you said, Dracula, Frankenstein monster, uh, one of the brides of Dracula, Wolfman. 
And the Invisible Man. And the Invisible Man, the which only... is a huge spoiler. That's a huge spoiler because that's the last joke of the movie. Yeah. You you only see him at the end. Oh, you see him at the end? You only, like, hear him at the end. Like, he's smoking, and then he says, I want to introduce myself. I am the Invisible Man. And then they go, ah, and just jump out of the boat. So it's, it's cool. that's the end of Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. <laughs> Who are we kidding? That's where we always start. We always start with the very, very ending. And then we this go wasn't just, to the start. Yeah, then we go back to the start. This wasn't just any Invisible Man, though. That was the Invisible Man. Well, one of them. The second one, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which okay. is played by who? The Invisible Man. No, who plays the Invisible Man? Who? Who's the actor? Whose voice we hear in the end? The... He plays the Invisible Man in the second movie. Is that the crazy one? No, he's the nice one. Um, Vincent Price. Yeah, exactly. It only took staring at the picture of Vincent Price behind your head to get it, but yes, Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. And also Belly Agosi. <laughs> Whoa, Belly Agosi? <laughs> you want to try that one again? <laughs> Bella Gosi. Pretty close, Bella Lagosi. Bella Lagosi. <laughs> Bella Lagosi. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's the best I could do. No, that's good. But yeah, he returns as Dracula, mm-hmm. and he wasn't playing Dracula in the other movies. You had like. Uh, John Carradine playing Dracula in uh, House of Frankenstein. So you had different people playing Dracula. And here's Bela Lugosi again, reprising his role. And we also have Lon Chaney Jr. as... Wolfman, usual. Uh-huh. As, as usual. usual. Yeah. yeah, he's always there. We said all of that in sync. Um, <laughs> no, you don't have to apologize. Mean. That's that means we're we're connected, you and me. We're on the same wavelength. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he returns as Larry Talbot playing the Wolfman, and this time he's not trying to get himself killed, which is unusual for the later Wolfman appearances. This time he's just trying to stop killing. Well, that too, but he's trying to stop somebody. Dracula and. The monster? Uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, they're trying this to stop Dracula weird. and the monster. Larry Talbot is after Dracula. He's not trying to die here. He's just trying to stop Dracula. Oh, and also there's this funny part where, like, the main character... him, Wilbur. Like, Wilbur. Yeah, who's played by Lou Costello. He says, get off the mask because he think it's his friend who doesn't believe him. And, like, he punches him in the face. Yeah, He kicks yeah. him in the butt. Yeah, Costello punches the wolfman in the face and kicks him in the butt. Yeah. He gets real close to getting eaten. Let's face it. He has some close calls with the wolfman, too, because he runs into him earlier. Remember? He goes back into the wolfman's hotel room and he, like, steals an orange or an apple or something. Yeah, I think it was, like, a giant orange or something. Because, like, apples would be, like, a different color. Well, it's black and white, so it's hard to tell. But, yeah, he takes a piece of fruit, and the wolfman tries to eat him. Yeah. Well, actually, Costello's the only one who sees the monsters for a long time. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, and like. Well, how about how about we go back to the start because we're we're dancing around now. How do Abbott and Costello's characters, whose names are respectively Chick and Wilbur, how did Chick and Wilbur get involved with Dracula, the Frankenstein monster, and the Wolfman, and all this business? Um, Oh, like they start out and like they go to jail, and that's when they give like the coffins with Dracula, Frankenstein. And Chick doesn't believe him, and he keeps doing, like, the Dracula thing. Yeah, 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 that's... Yeah, they work in in shipping? Yeah, yeah. They're they're in basically sort of, um, I don't know, a UPS store kind of a place, (laughs) right? Where they receive packages, people pay for the shipping services. And they are receiving packages, and two of the packages they receive contain Dracula supposedly the remains of dracula and the remains of the frankenstein monster but they're not exactly dead and then costello is the only one well wilbur is the only one who sees that they are actually still up and about and moving when they disappear yeah yeah and there's some spooky stuff there oh it's funny and spooky. Yeah, this movie has a great balance of that. And one of the reasons I think the film is so good is because it's not just funny. And it's it's really funny. It gets yeah, funnier yeah, and yeah. funnier as it goes along. I think yeah. it just gets funnier and funnier the whole time. But it starts out really spooky. It's got some good spooks early on and even later a little bit too. But yeah, especially yeah. early on, some good spooks. Uh-huh. You said it. It keeps getting funnier and funnier. All the moments. Oh, and the, like every time he changes into a bath. Why did I just say bath? He changes into a bath. <laughs> Somebody starts soaking their feet in him. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean a bath. And like it's very cartoonish because he's like out and like he literally goes like small with a cartoon. It's yeah, like, it's not cartoon-ish. He becomes a cartoon. It's exactly <laughs> yeah. cartoon. So the way that they do the effect here mm-hmm. is to just animate it as though he's a cartoon. Yeah. And so they have basically a rotoscoped, like uh, Bella Lugosi, rotoscoping is when you take an image and you film it, and then you take that filmed live-action image and then you trace it as a drawing, which is how they did, like, you know, a lot of the early Disney stuff, uh, early Fleischer stuff, uh, Snow White in particular. If you watch Snow White and you watch her singing and stuff and moving... An actress was filmed, and then they traced that. So that's what they did for a couple frames here of Bella Lugosi, or somebody who looked like Bella Lugosi anyway, and animated him, and then did an animated transformation to and from a bat. So oh. he becomes a cartoon for a split second every once in a while. Yeah. I want to tell you something. When he is going as a bat, you can see the string one time. Like... Oh, yeah, the, the string carrying the bat around. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, like... and this is on DVD. Like, if we had the Blu-ray, I guarantee you we would see tons of strings. Yeah. Because some movies, you can actually see things that you're not supposed to see, like strings and zippers and <laughs> Yeah, zippers stuff. are the best. Yeah, zippers. Where yeah. did we see the zipper clearly? Um, it was... I think it was the one that looked like like the fish man, but it wasn't the fish man. Oh, horror at Party Beach? No, not that one. No, no. No? No. 
it was kind of like something else. It was bigger. There was definitely the one in, what's it called? The Monster of San Piedras or something like that? You remember yeah. that one? It was like a giant fish man thing. When they're like in the White House or something, it looked like the White House. I mean, I, I don't know what it's called, but we've been there. And like she's changing and like... She says, I'll be out in a minute, Dad. And then, like, the thing standing out, because that wasn't her dad. It was just the thing. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, the one I'm thinking of is the monster of Piedras Blancas. I looked that up. Um, in a White House. A and thing that looks like... Some... Mars Attacks? Are you talking about no, Mars Attacks? No, 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 no. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, no, or but... we Or we won't, and we'll just move on with the episode. No, I just... Um... Remember when where we got those like donuts? That's where that's what the place looked like, and that's where like he like double like cartwheeled in the air. That one. I don't remember what it's called, but we did see that in that. <laughs> okay, okay. You are also definitely talking about the same movie I am. Uh, it's not a White House. It's a lighthouse. Sorry. That's a big difference because we've been to Washington, D.C. Yeah. And we've also been to a lighthouse. Uh-huh. Um, but it it was called The Monster of Piedras Blancas. Uh. Yeah. So that's the same movie. We were on, we're on the same. same page together. Yeah. And that's where we saw the, um, the zipper. Yeah. Well, to get back to Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, Chick, and Wilbur... They are in shipping. The bodies go missing because actually Dracula and the monster are still alive. And then they Oh, get... yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to tell you something. Like, this guy says he wants his things back. Yeah, he runs a house of horrors, and he bought those bodies, and, and... they disappeared. So they have to do an investigation, and there's an insurance investigator, which is riveting stuff, insurance investigation. Uh... It, like, becomes <laughs> Dracula's bride later in the movie no that's the other woman who becomes dracula's bride the insurance investigator uh does not it's the mad scientist woman who becomes the bride of dracula Mm -hmm. and both of those women are pretending to be romantically interested in wilbur yeah The, the insurance investigator because she thinks wilbur can lead her to the missing corpses and the mad scientist lady because what does she want to do with him Take his brain and put it in the monster's brain. Right. She wants to put Wilbur's brain in the monster's body because the monster is, like, weak or something like that. Yeah, Like, his brain... Well, because he's got the abnormal brain, he's Mm -hmm. he's not functioning right, and he's sort of passing out. He's also not played by Boris Karloff. He's the only one of the, the monsters in this that's not played by one of the original at least two people he's played by glenn strange who does a fine job with the monster though the monster is unconscious most of the movie but yeah they want to put wilbur's brain inside the monster's body and then put the monster's brain in his brain well no they'll probably just throw his body in the abnormal brain away probably yeah if i had to guess but, but yeah, so they don't do it. But they don't do it because, and this is this is probably going to be a short episode, uh, because the movie's actually pretty short too. The movie's an yeah. hour and twenty two minutes. It's just like a regular movie length. 
but it's a shorter movie because it's actually under an hour and a half. So it moves along really quickly. Yeah. A lot of the movie is comprised of comic set pieces. So we get a lot of funny stuff, a lot of really funny interactions as Costello sees the monsters and then Abbott does not. People going through rotating doors. Yeah, there's also where the bride turns, the first bride. Was it, was it two brides? Or, no, or just the one. Oh, because the other lady just passes out. Yeah, she gets hypnotized by Dracula. Dracula's got great hypnosis powers in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he can make people do things long after he's hypnotized them, and from a good distance away, too. Yeah. And, like, also, like, where the bride becomes the bride, like, they're at a costume party? Yeah, there's a big costume party at the end, which uh, primarily is there to allow the wolfman to be running around. And what's funny is Chick, who is played by Bud Abbott, ends up dressing up as a wolfman and he wears the same clothes as uh, Lawrence Talbot, the sort of khakis, the poofy khakis and the black button-up shirt. And so Talbot turns into the wolfman and Chick is going around dressed as the wolfman and that's when Wilbur confuses the wolfman for Chick and punches him in the face and kicks him in the butt. Yeah. Yeah, which is another great comic set piece. And then there's mistaken identities because they think that Chick attacked people. It's, you know, this comic convoluted thing with some spooky moments in there, too. Like, the mask and the real person doesn't even look like each other. Yeah, the mask is pretty uh, big and pointy and dogish. Yeah. Yeah. But But the wolfman is, like, very fuzzy and stuff, and it doesn't look like a bit like that mask. But even still, if it's dark and it's nighttime... You know, eh, you might be confused. Yeah, yeah. Plus, it's Wilbur we're talking about here. He's pretty silly. Yeah. Oh, and, like, everything one of his, like, loved ones does, he does it to Chick. (sighs) Remember? I don't know what you're talking about there. Like, the two ladies. Every time, like, one of his fake girlfriends does something to him, he does it to Chick. That's how silly is. Oh, like... Uh, he'll, like, cuddle up to him or, like, try to dance with him, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Chick is, like, not doing the thing. Yeah, Chick's not having it. He's the straight man. Abbott is the straight man of the pair. But Costello's hysterical. I mean, they're both really, really funny. Yeah. He's hysterical. And what makes the movie extra funny is how straight the Wolfman, Dracula, and Frankenstein monster and... Uh, the Bride of Dracula, the Mad Scientist Woman, how all of that is played so straight. Like, it could be any other universal horror movie, except they dropped Abbott and Costello into it. So the clash between how spooky some of the stuff is and how extra goofy Costello is makes it even funnier to me. Oh, like, um, I want to tell you something. Like, at the dance party, Dracula says to the girls, look in my eyes. And he bites her neck. Dracula. Yeah. Dracula does it. Yeah, that's what Dracula does. Drinks blood, man. And uh, she also tries to... Paula, the mad scientist woman? Her name is... Sandra, I think. Sandra. Sandra tries to turn him into... Oh, yeah, she tries to, to bite 
Uh, Costello. Uh, Wilbur. Yeah, you're right. And, like, you see your eyes and there's, like, a bat flying. Yeah, she's looking in my eyes and there are bats flying in the eyes. And then he and then he pricks his finger and she wants to drink the blood out of his finger. And then That's a great scene. He says there's a not enough amount of blood for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just starts getting the blood. It's weird. <laughs> oh, because he's sucking the blood out of his yeah. finger? Yeah, that's something that you've commented on previously. I think maybe it was in Dracula you commented on people sucking the blood out of their fingers. Yeah, yeah. Or Nosferatu, one of the two. Yeah, I don't know. That was Yeah, cool. generally speaking, we don't just drink the blood out of our fingers. If, no. we, if we get cut, we, we tend to just go wash it off and put a Band-Aid on it. Or something. Mm-hmm. Well, the costume party is really like, I mean, that's about 50 minutes into the movie. Oh, Up to that yeah. point, we had some comedy stuff at the shipping office. The spooky yeah. and comedic stuff with Frankenstein's monster and Dracula rising up out of their coffin and crate and scaring Wilbur. Then the first meeting with the Wolfman. And basically right after that, they go off to this uh, yeah. island where like the, I think it's an island, where yeah, the castle it's an is. Island. Yeah, where Sandra's castle is, where she and Dracula are doing these experiments with the monster. And they're off to there and then immediately to the party. So really... Really fast. It's actually really fast. Yeah, it, it cooks, man. And we're to the climax before you know it. Yeah. I mean, this movie flies by. Yeah, it's just like... Ding, 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 done. Yeah, <laughs> sure, exactly. That's how long it is. Ding, done. Movie. <laughs> but yeah, so now we're at the climax... Yeah. What happens in the climax? There's a lot of stuff to talk about oh, here. Sure. And I'm going to let you take it. What happens? At the climax? When they, like, destroy Frankenstein or something? All of it. Okay. So. Because, and I'll, I'll set you up even. They're trying to take Wilbur's brain out of his body to put in the monster when Chick and Larry Talbot show up. Mm-hmm. And save him. Oh. But then... Everything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. What happens to everybody? Um, there's this weird thing, like, our main character here. Is he the main character? Wilbur? Yeah. Is yeah. He the, what does he call Frankenstein Monster? What does he call him? Uh, Frankie? No. And Junior. He calls him Jun Frankie and Junior. Yeah. And says, Junior, don't do this. Junior, help me. Something, <laughs> and then he says, "Like Junior, this is very like bad or something." Yeah, he's and... trying to convince the monster not to go through with it. Yeah. But of course, the monster—he's out of it, man. Yeah, yeah, he's out of it. Like, don't worry about it. I'm just doing what I'm doing. He's well. He's tired. like asleep. Yeah, he's basically like asleep. But then Chick and Larry run in, and. They literally break off the thing. Like, oh, break down the door? Like they come flying in the door? They do try to take the brain off. Him. Yeah, I'm talking about that. They've got him in the surgery room. Mm-hmm. Then they run in to save him. Dracula's mm -hmm. there. The monster's there. Larry's there, not as the wolfman yet. The bride of Dracula is there. Sandra. Yeah. And also, this is so amazing. This part is so amazing. The wolfman literally... Like, Dracula turned into a bat because they're fighting. Yeah, they fight for a while. So we've got Dracula 
fighting the wolf man. And then... Throughout the castle. Yeah. And there's this amazing part of the fight. Remember that? This where, like, the wolf man, like, jumps off the porch ledge onto Dracula back. Like, off a balcony over yeah. a cliff. And then into the water. Yeah. With, like, a cartoony splash. Yeah, it's, it is amazing. It's, yeah. It's the part of the movie that I, oh, man, I'll never forget like, it. Whoa. Dracula turns into a bat. Wolfman is there. Because, uh, of course, when they come in to save him, he's just Larry when they come in to yeah, save Wilbur. Yeah, yeah, And then he turns into a wolfman mid-rescue. And then the wolfman jumps after the Dracula bat, catches him in mid-air off the side of a balcony, and they plummet down this cliff yeah. into the rocky sea below. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, what happens to the Bride of Dracula? That's pretty incredible, too. She gets thrown? Yeah. Out of window. Because Frankenstein gets out of the thing. Like, he's mad at her. Literally throws her out of the window. Yeah. He's like, ah! So, so she's gone, and she's actually the first one to go. Epic fashion, the Frankenstein monster hurls her out a window. Yeah. Which is a tall castle window, so... That's real. I mean, hopefully she turns into a bat and gets away if she's learned how to do that yet, because she's only been Bride of Dracula for like three hours at this point. So hopefully she's figured out this bat thing because she doesn't have long to figure it out. And then Wolfman and Dracula off a cliff into the sea. We're left with the Frankenstein monster. What happens to him? He gets lit on fire. Yeah. (sighs) It (laughs) is... It's pretty dark, pretty intense for yeah. a movie like this. Because, like, they say to one girl to fill this up, the non-Dracula girl who gets the The other, insurance investigator. Yeah. They tell her to fill them. Fill a bucket. With what? With gasoline. Gasoline. Yeah. And then they put it the, on fire. Frankenstein's on fire. That's when... The Invisible Man shows up. Yeah, you got this, this moment that's kind of sad because, of course... I don't know about you, I always feel sad when, you know, the Frankenstein monster has to die. And he's on fire on this dock, and the dock just crumbles underneath him, and he's gone. And they cut right to Chicken Wilbur in the boat, and the cigarette starts floating around, and it's the Invisible Man. And it's the last joke of the movie, it's the last thing that happens. You got the death of the monster, and then the Invisible Man joke with Vincent Price voicing the Invisible Man. And, and, then that, they... and that's it. And the movie, I mean, it flies by. I mean, we've hardly been recording here, but yeah. you know, we're through the movie. That movie's well, fast. It's great, though. Yeah, it's great and fast. How can you make a movie that's great as this super fast? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> well, somebody did because uh, they made it yeah. <laughs> in 1948. But it's, I mean, it's probably the best Horror comedy of all time. It is one of, I don't know, maybe my five favorite universal horror movies. That sounds cool. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, it is actually pretty good. And I think we had more fun watching this than we have watching a lot of the other universal stuff. It's time for Beastly Best. I think you're right. Al coolest monster moment in the movie. I think we're going to have the same one. Wolfman jumping on Dracula bat. 
Yeah, exactly. That is the coolest monster <laughs> yeah, moment in this movie. Leap off a balcony, grab the Dracula bat midair, plummet to their deaths. Yeah. Holy cow, that's crazy. I mean, they don't die because they come back later, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, they might. I don't know. They're at yeah, least... I think the chase by the wolfman was after the No, island. no, 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 no. The That was the end of them. That's the end of them in this movie, at least. Mm-hmm. But... That is far and away the coolest monster moment in this movie. Is this like the shortest one ever that we've done? done? Maybe. I don't know. We still have one segment to cover, though. Yeah. It's time for. That's what time it is. (laughs) Get spooked. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I get. No, I I got it. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Made sense to me. Alistair, spookiest monster moment. Hmm. I don't know if there is any. Really? I thought there was some spooky stuff like in here. What? You hid your face from the wolfman transforming and stuff. Hid your face from the wolf. You did. Oh. Like you hid from it. You put a pillow over your face. <laughs> yeah. And then I the did. next thing that happened was the wolfman got punched in the face. So. <laughs> and yeah. then kicked in the butt. And then kicked in the butt. <laughs> But yeah, so it's got these little spooky moments throughout. I think the whole early stuff with Wilbur trying to unload the packages and Dracula trying to come out of his coffin and then them finding the Frankenstein monster in the crate and Chick doesn't believe him. Chick doesn't see any of the movement. That stuff, I think, is all kind of spooky. Really funny, but also pretty spooky, too. Always, like, scared of the monster's face. He's like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And Dracula keeps trying to open the coffin and Wilbur's like using the coffin to hold up their candle and stuff. I think that's pretty spooky. I think the movie balances spooks and comedy really, really well. Pretty much throughout. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't think there's anything else to talk about. As far as this movie goes, yeah. No, just go watch it. Yeah. Absolutely, go watch it. It's easy. There is one. the movie. There is one thing that I do want to talk about, though. Which is what's happening here on CadaverCast during the month of October. We are a monster movie podcast. And as you might imagine, the for, month of October is important to us. So Because four are coming out in that one. Yes, we have four, four episodes. We have four episodes dropping next month. Normally, we only do two. We have our monster stampede and then our main movie review episode next month. We have four because it's the Halloween season. Yeah. So we have two shorter episodes, uh, two kind of bonus episodes to kick off the month. Yeah. So coming up next, and I guess I'll tell you about this one now, the next episode, the episode that will be dropping the first week of October is Al's top seven family-friendly Halloween movie recommendations. Mm -hmm. So that'll be the next episode we put out. First week of October. Then we've got a special episode on Friday the 13th. And then we have our usual monster stampede the week before Halloween. Uh, two week, Well, I guess it would be two weeks and some change. Um, and then the last full week of October, we will have our regular full episode. So that's our schedule. Are we doing a Cadavacade episode that year? thought we do do that. Well, we did one last year. We did a Cadavercade review <laughs> retrospective episode last year. 
Uh, Cadavercade is the movie marathon we host at our apartment, which will be on the like weekend before Halloween. So I don't know. We might. We did it last year because we did a crossover with quote unquote guilty where we had part of the Cadavercade review on our show and then part on his show. I don't know if we're going to do it this year. Uh, Listeners, if you want to hear that, let us know. Um, I think it is actually the least listened to episode of all episodes we've ever had, even though it's the episode where we did five movie reviews in one go. So kind of a bummer. Transylvania one and two. Oh, we talked about Hotel Transylvania two. We talked about Carnival of Souls. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, not not a lot of people have listened to that one. So we'll see. We'll call that a big maybe at this point. But listeners, if you really want to hear a follow-up to that episode on this year's Cadavercade, let us know. But with that, we will see you again. Or more specifically, you will hear us again. (laughs) Yeah. First week of October. And in each full week of October, you will get another new episode of Cadavercast. It's all really big stuff. It's all really big stuff. That it is. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're going to keep the monstriness coming all month long. And we do hope that you enjoy it. And we think you will. We also, by the way, will have a bonus episode that is a cut of our lost episode, hopefully up by Halloween on patreon oh it's just for patrons the sound quality is not the best but it sounds like a phone call it sounds a little rough but i figured you know what for our patrons they might like a listen to our lost episode poor though the sound quality may be um i figured they might want to hear it because they're you know our most dedicated fans so that's going to be up to so that's potentially if you're a patron as many as five episodes of Cadavercast in the month of October. Yeah. There will also be on Patreon a Halloween episode of Cinemuck, which is the podcast that uh, I host with my friends, whoever's around when we watch movies, which is yeah. generally Tyler. And so we just talk yeah. about a couple of weird, obscure movies. And we've got a Halloween episode that should be dropping on Patreon as well. And that's patreon.com slash word salad. That's right. Patreon.com slash word salad. Every little bit helps. Supporting our network supports our show and helps us keep this show running and helps us put a little bit of money back for Alistair's college fund as well. Because anything we don't spend on the podcast itself goes into Al's college fund. And this show is all about Al's education from where I'm standing. So uh, we want to keep that going into the future even if the show doesn't last forever, which, who knows, maybe it will. Maybe it will. Or so long as we're alive, you know. Yeah. We can do the show until we're... Until I grab you and we jump off of a balcony of a castle into the sea? (laughs) No. Until we're dead. Or we can just... Stop the podcast when I'm a grown-up or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how long you'll want to do it. We'll, We'll see. But... With that, Alistair, do you have anything to add? Enjoy your Halloween season, listeners, I would say. Watch lots of horror movies because we will be doing just that. Yeah, we will. And uh, I will also be posting on our Twitter page any movies that I watch. So every movie I watch will be 
logged there on Twitter. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at cadaver underscore cast. You can find us on Facebook at CadaverCast, that's one word, or you can send us an email anytime at CadaverCast at gmail.com. That is also one word, CadaverCast. But I think that's it, Alistair. Yeah. Go watch Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein, and we look forward to hearing from you during the month of October. Let us know what you think of all the episodes we drop on you. Yeah. Are we going to sign out? You've been listening to CadaverCast. I'm Al Burnham. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. We want to thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. We love you. Thanks. It's just like, ding, 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 ding